slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the midweek edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today as we talk all things Islanders hockey, and we have got a lot to discuss on today's show. Barry Trotz getting an honor. We'll talk about that, plus who won the Bob Nystrom Award this year for the Islanders. That one on the table, we'll discuss it and why that person did indeed deserve the award. We also have a look at Brock Nelson's season, his playoff performance, and his future with the New York Islanders. And we have our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll go back to a player who won some Stanley Cups with the Islanders, but wasn't a member of all four Stanley Cup championship teams. So we'll talk about uh, him on today's show, and we've got a whole lot more. Don't forget now, Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. So, let's see. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you've got a question, you've got a comment, or maybe you've got something you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest trades, free agent signings, rumors, and... Anything else that happens this offseason up until the start of training camp, which is a little bit more than a month away. So let's start off today's show with a couple of important updates. First off, an honor for Barry Trotz, Canada, naming its Olympic coaching staff. Remember, the Winter Olympics are coming up this year, and in February, the NHL will be Participating in that, there will be a hiatus from this season as a result, and uh, Barry Trotz named to Team Canada's coaching staff. Now, why is this an honor? Listen to this lineup. This is really a great lineup of coaches. John Cooper, fresh off back-to-back Stanley Cup wins with the Lightning. He's the head coach for Canada and joining Trotz as assistants, Peter DeBoer, the head coach in Vegas, and Bruce Cassidy, head coach of the Boston Bruins. That is quite a duo there. Joining Trotz, so three outstanding assistant coaches, and of course, the reigning two-time defending Stanley Cup champion coach as the head coach. So, congratulations 
to Barry Trotz. This is the first time that he has uh, represented Canada at the Olympics. Now, he's done other things, uh, basically, you know, for Canada in international competition. But as of right now, you know, no, uh, no previous Olympic experience. And look, right now, Trotz, you know why he belongs there. You've seen what he's done with the New York Islanders, how he's performed. He's now third on the NHL's all-time wins list in the regular season for coaches with 877. The only two coaches ahead of him, Scotty Bowman, the all-time great coach with Montreal, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, St. Louis, and then Joel Quenville, uh, both of whom have won multiple Stanley Cups. Trotz right now has one. He also has... Uh, a couple of Jack Adams trophies under his belt as the NHL's coach of the year. Do you think any Islander players will be joining Trotz at the Olympics right now? Matthew Barzal, really the only candidate when you're trying to get down to, let's say, 25 players, 24 players. You know, that's a, a risky thing. And as an, someone following the Islanders, as an Islander fan, I have very mixed feelings about having a player from my team be at the Olympics. On the one hand, it's an honor. You want your players to be represented, your team to be represented, uh, and the like. On the other hand, you don't want to see an injury happen. And I don't have to remind Islander fans of what happened to John Tavares at the Olympics a few years back, where he was out the rest of the season and it really disrupted any chances the Islanders had of getting back into the playoffs. And, you know, you would hate to see anything happen to any player on your team while representing their country, let alone any potential problems with COVID, which hopefully will be less of a factor by the time we get to the Winter Olympics. But, you know, we said that a year ago, and look, we're still dealing with it right now. So... Hopefully, the Islanders, uh, you know, if Matt Barzal or any other player represents Canada, hopefully, or any other country, hopefully nobody gets hurt and everybody has a positive experience. But yes, congratulations to Barry Trotz. Then they awarded the Bob Nystrom Award for 2021 earlier this week. And the winner, no surprise, is J.G. Pajot. Pajot. Really uh, doing a solid job. And, and I think when you look at it, Pajot, very deserving of the Bob Nystrom Award in a lot of ways. Now, the award dates back to 1991. Matt Martin won it a year ago. Uh, Casey Sezikis has won it numerous times. But, you know, when you're naming an award after Bob Nystrom, what was Bob Nystrom? He was not a first-line player. Most of his career, he was not even a second-line player. But he was an all-out effort guy. He went into the corners. He skated well after actually learning how to skate from a from a figure skating instructor to help improve his skating. But he was clutch. Obviously, he scored the most famous goal in Islanders history back in 1980 to win that first Stanley Cup. So... 
you know, having a guy like J.G. Pajot, who is the third line center, who checks, who plays defense well, who kills penalties, who's great on face-offs, who is an all-out effort guy and a leader by example, it really checks all the boxes that you would want for the Bob Nystrom Award. So congratulations to J.G. Pajot. He is the winner of the 2021 Bob Nystrom Award. 16 goals, 30 points, but again, uh, raises his game in the playoffs, uh, at least he did until he got hurt this year, and uh, played through the injury, which is, again, another reason why he kind of deserves that Bob Nystrom Award. When we come back, we'll look at Brock Nelson's season, his playoff performance, and his future with the Islanders. All that and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by your friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counter person orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers on tw- uh, now online for more than 20 years. And they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So it's time to continue our series of uh, looking at every player who played at least one game for the Islanders this past season. We're going to review their season, how they did, how they performed in the playoffs, and then look ahead to what role we can expect from that player going forward with the Islanders in 2021-2022. Today, Brock Nelson, who uh, will turn 30, by the way, in mid-October, and Nelson, being the second-line center for the Islanders, Played in all 56 games, had 18 goals and 33 points for the Islanders. And just to give you an idea, if you extrapolate that out to an 82-game season, that would give Brock Nelson 26 goals, 22 assists, and 48 points, which means his statistics actually fell off a little bit as compared to the last two seasons. He had 25 goals and... 82 games in 2018-2019, followed that up with a 26-goal season in just 68 games in 2019-2020. Four game-winning goals, so Brock Nelson, a clutch performer, seven of his goals came on the power play along with two of his assists, so Nelson helping out there. He has got good size at six foot four. 215 pounds, give or take, and I think the other thing Nelson brings, he's definitely one of the leaders on this team, and the Nelson-Bavillier-Bailey line, which uh, I call the B&B line, I think they have better chemistry 
than any line out there with the obvious exception of the identity line. But Nelson, as far as offense goes and producing offense, I think Nelson, Bailey, and Bevilier work so well together, and it makes a big difference on this team. That line was the most consistently productive line on this team, and it made a big difference. You know, the Islanders are a team that struggles at times to score goals. So when you have a line out there that is, you know, consistent like the B&B line, it makes a big difference. You look at the playoff performance of Brock Nelson. Seven goals, 12 points in 19 uh, 19 games. He played in all of them. And the other thing, again, in the postseason, a couple of game-winning goals. So again, Brock Nelson coming up big in the clutch. He's also not afraid to get physical. Had, uh, you know, a couple of four-hit games in the playoffs. And, you know, again, the kind of guy who will give you 16, 18, sometimes as many as 20 minutes a game when it's called for. And that is always, you know, something that you want from a guy like Brock Nelson. The one thing I think Brock needs to perhaps improve a little bit is his face-off work. He is inconsistent uh, in the face-off dot. But overall, you got to be happy with a second-line center who will give you you know, 25 goals a season, 50 points, let's say, a season, help you out on the power play, is a leader in the locker room, and has great chemistry with his line mates. Looking forward, I would think Nelson continues to be the second-line center for this team. Still not clear exactly uh if the B&B line stays intact only because we don't know who's going to be on that first line, uh, you know, who's going to be added and signed as a free agent or in a trade or whatever way it is that Lou Lamorello is going to add to this team. And, you know, look, we're still waiting on the official announcements about Casey Sezikis, about Zach Parise, about Kyle Palmieri, maybe Travis Zajac, all of those players, uh, you know, unofficial that they're coming to the island or, or staying on the island. And uh, again, until we know how the forward lineup looks, we're not sure exactly where Brock Nelson, you know, who his line mates will be. But I think he'll still be second power play unit. I think he'll still be second line center. And I think he will still be one of the leaders of this franchise. And that is definitely a good thing for the New York Islanders. So I think Brock Nelson stays in a similar role to what he had this year. And realistically, I think that he's good for two, three more years before maybe his level of play starts to drop off a little bit. So overall, you know, good things ahead for Brock Nelson, and I think the Islanders can and will continue to rely on him to be a top six forward on this team. And 
again, as is true with a lot of the players who thrive under Barry Trotz, you know, Brock Nelson probably capable of getting closer to 30 goals in a season if he didn't play in that defense-first system that the Islanders always feature and that they implement so well. And yeah, you know, these players do sacrifice statistics, but the net result of that is wins. And even more than that, the net result of that is these long playoff runs that we have seen the Islanders go on now in back-to-back seasons. We will continue our look at the Islanders roster player-by-player tomorrow. Ryan Pulak will be the subject of our analysis. We will talk about what he did during the season, what he did in the playoffs, and what his future with the franchise looks like. So make sure you join us for that on the next show, which will drop early Friday morning. We've got more to come here on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day. Again, a player who won some Stanley Cups with the Islanders, but was not a member of all four championship teams. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and it comes in nine delicious permanent flavors and there is literally something for everyone. You like coconut, you, you've got the coconut flavor. You like fruit and chocolate together. How about orange, strawberry, raspberry, or cherry Garcia? If you just like sweet tasting protein bars, cookies and cream, German chocolate, uh, salted caramel, so many choices. And if you haven't tried them all, you can get a mix box where Built Bar will send you two of each of the nine flavors. And Built Bars are not just the best tasting protein bar, they're healthy too. Check out the macros. Each bar has 17 or 18 grams of protein, only 130 to 180 calories, 4 or 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. All flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season heading toward the pennant races now, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You've also got preseason football coming up, and you can also place those uh, season-long bets, like how many wins a team will get or who's going to win the touchdown passing title and all of those exciting things. Get all the latest news, odds, and info and for all your sporting needs. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we want to wish a very happy 65th birthday, a day late, as his birthday was Tuesday, 
to former Islanders defenseman Mike McEwen. Now, McEwen, originally drafted by the Rangers in the third round of the 1976 NHL draft, also taken by the Toronto Toros in the WHA draft, broke into the NHL with the Rangers in 76-77, scored 20 goals for the Rangers in 78-79, and was a member of the team that went to the Stanley Cup final, then went to the Colorado Rockies in the 79-80 season in the Barry Beck trade and joined the Islanders in time for the 80-81 Stanley Cup run, was a member of three Islanders Stanley Cup winning teams in 1981, 1982, and 1983. His most productive season with the Islanders by far, 1981-82, where he had 10 goals and 49 points in 73 games. And McEwen, sort of an underrated guy. Obviously, when you have someone like Dennis Potvan on your team, he's the number one offensive defenseman. He's going to produce, you know, back in the day, he was producing 80, 90, 100 points a season. But McEwen was great on the second power play unit. He had a lot of playoff experience and really was sort of an under-the-radar steady contributor to the offensive production of the Islanders. After uh, leaving the Islanders, he was traded to the LA Kings in 83-84, then played for Washington, Detroit, had a second brief tenure with the Rangers, and then finished up his NHL career with the Hartford Whalers before playing in Switzerland. His last year of professional hockey, 1991-92, finished his NHL career with 716 games, 108 goals, 404 points, and added 12 goals and 48 points in 78 playoff games. We're going to go back and look at one of Mike McEwen's better games with the Islanders, and it's a very famous game. Game 5. Patrick Division semifinals, 1982, at the Coliseum, Islanders and Pittsburgh Penguins. And the Islanders trying to, you know, this was a game five of a best of five series, and the Islanders dynasty was in danger of being ended after just two Stanley Cups. Pittsburgh had them against the ropes, but... Here's what happened in Game 5. Michelle Dion, the goalie for Pittsburgh. Billy Smith in the nets for the Islanders. And it was the Islanders. After a scoreless first period, getting on the board first, Bob Nystrom, his first of the playoffs from Bob Bourne and Mike McEwen, our Islanders' birthday of the day. one nothing Islanders midway through the hockey game. But Pittsburgh came back. They scored three goals late in the second period. First by Kevin McClellan, his first from Greg Hotham and Rod Shutt. Then Mike Bullard from Rick McLeish and Greg Hotham. And then Randy Carlisle, the defenseman, his first from Paul Gardner at 1831. 3-1 Penguins after two, and the Islanders' dynasty was teetering on the brink. But in the third period, with not a lot of time left. Randy Carlisle called for hooking at 12.56. The Islanders go on the power play, and it is Mike McEwen, our Islanders' birthday of the day. His second of the playoffs, Mike Bossy and Brian Trottier with the helpers at 
Islanders are within one, three to two. And then late in the game, 1739 of the third period, John Tanelli ties the hockey game, his second of the playoffs. Gord Lane and Kenny Morrow with the assists. We head to overtime. And in the overtime, John Tanelli wins it six minutes. 19 seconds in, Bob Nystrom and Mike McEwen, our Islanders' birthday of the day, with the assists. Islanders advance, and Mike McEwen definitely, again, overlooked. Everyone remembers John Tanelli with the two goals, and deservedly so, but Mike McEwen, one goal, two assists, a plus one, and yes, seven shots on goal in this one, which tied him with John Tonelli and Mike Bossy. Islanders had 47 shots on goal in this game to just 21 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Michelle Dion, who played very well for Pittsburgh in that series, made 43 saves in a losing effort. Billy Smith only had to make 18 saves to earn the win. But again, happy birthday to Mike McEwen. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We wish him a happy 65th birthday and many, many happy more. We will be back Friday morning with the latest episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will have all the latest news on signings, free agents, trades, rumors, and anything else happening in the world of the New York Islanders. And, of course, as I mentioned, we'll have a look at Ryan Pulak's season and his future with the New York Islanders. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's it for us today. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islander.